Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, DA. How are you? Hello! Hello! Good morning, my neighbor! Get off! Damon... Hey, yes, how are you? Yeah, this is why you do what you do. Yo. Somebody stop me. Have some fun with your marriage. I'm coming to you to be fat. Let me be fat. Look it. There's so many sickos in this country. This is facts. Oink, oink. Ow. Hot and hurt. I like pleasuring myself. This is so dumb. A little more juice. What? I am broken. Good morning. Well, as I was saying, I was listening to the radio, I heard something. And what did you hear? A hissing sound like this. Hey, T.A. Hey, D.A. Let me aboard that mothership. Permission to board that mothership, sir. Well, you know, I had to slide through the intergalactic swag party. D.A., man, beam me up. <laughs> What's going on, my brother from another mother? Beam me up. You guys are the best. You guys make it. Permission to board that mothership. What's up, D.A., brother? Mothership has connected. And you the man, D.A. Children of all ages, the kids in Tuscaloosa. From Australia to New Zealand. Tucson to Harrisburg. Kalamazoo to Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, D.A. Everything we saying, D.A. Everything. Hello, hello, hello. We're coming to you from the Mr. Perfect Studios. Brought to you by Pete's new t-shirt today. It's Mraz, it's Bogus. It's a happy DA show Monday. Carlos with a K. Patty Boyle. I mean, we got a jam-packed show. If only we had anything to talk about, that'd be great as well. We have your best audio of the day coming your way in hour number two. Stun doing news in hour number three. Let's see how offensive Pat Boyle gets 
when we get to that portion of the program, of course, your analytics and your fails. Good One dump mo- a day. A, a dump a day keeps the doctor away. How you doing, Bogues? Oh, Sean, I'm doing really well. It's good to see you, and you're right. It would have been cool if just somebody did something stupid or amazing over the weekend to give us a topic Nothing. or two, but we'll figure it out. Nothing. So full disclosure, if you went to any sports website right now, and you know the two main ones obviously are CBS Sports and ESPN, top headlines, Wolves, Center Reed agree on three-year, $42 million deal. <laughs> that's the head. That's the lead story. Lead story. Number one lead in your program. Lead story. Not even in our rundown. Not even in our rundown. Now, I did see Naz Reed play in high school in a game that then featured uh, a fight that I thought I've never been more scared at work than I was that day. So I know who Naz Reed is. I'm not sure anyone else in the room does. And he's the lead story because he re-signed with the Timberwolves yesterday. Hmm. Well, I can tell you, folks, not in our rundown. Good. Can't do it. Won't do it. Hey, we just, was the cold open? Yeah, so today might be a problem with a lead, but it won't be a problem with discussion. Me and Bogues got you. We'll have fun. Okay, I thought I was going to see. Oh, there it is. Wait, oh, stand by. <laughs> there it is. All right, there we go. Whew. Cut the grass yesterday. Bad scene. I know uh, there's right. a version of DA show bingo floating around, floating around the internet. I feel like we could do one just on bodily noises you make during the show. Shake it up. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Sneezes, yawns. There's a weird, like, deep burp. I don't know what the right medical term for it would be. A deep burp? It comes from real, like, way down in there. Yeah, I mean, no, then there's the choking sound. (laughs) Then there's all the basement noise. Hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, you can get real drunk playing that kind of drinking game. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. (laughs) So over the weekend, the one thing that popped in a text back and forth between me, Bogues, and Carlos with a K, Antonio Brown speaking again. Oh, he's speaking again, Bogues. This time, I actually found myself listening. Although, as my wife was prepping dinner, she turned and said, who the heck is that guy and why does he sound like an idiot? So perhaps I should withhold before I play this clip. And we do have this clip, right, coming out in soundcheck. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. <laughs> you never know. So... Antonio Brown uh, joined a podcast, and he was discussing him ripping his shirt off and shoulder pads off at MetLife Stadium and why he truly did that. And I have to ask once and for all, does anybody side with Antonio Brown after hearing it this time? It's where we begin, Chocolo. Tom gassing me up, and I already know they've been faking me the whole time I was suspended. Like I just went for 100 yards, and they guys was hurt. So I know they're just trying to make it seem like, man, they just keep them going for what we could get out of them. So I already know they treated me yeah, like you know I'm, that's the plan. Of course, like they treated me like I'm a little dog. So it was like, so now I just see it's like sideways. And then Tom Trainer, he like he don't want to work with me no more because now he feeling like I'm working with the the team, like the guy who know the MRI, who know who can see what's really going on the inside of my leg. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heartrending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. That was Antonio Brown on the It Needs to Be Said podcast with Tyreek Hill and Julius Collins. So he went on to say, too, that that week he kept he kept saying, I think I need to shut it down for two weeks, be ready for the playoffs, shut it down for two weeks. And it was Tom who called him and said, we need you, you know, for 10 to 12 targets, need you for 10 to 12 targets. And if anybody remembers that wild afternoon when he basically quit football, at MetLife Stadium. 
he wasn't getting targets in the first half. So obviously it drove him nuts that he felt like he was playing through an injury and not getting the ball. Look, there is clearly, and I don't even think it's debatable at this point, something amiss and off with Tyreek Hill mentally. I mean, are we allowed to say that? Antonio Brown. Yes, I'm sorry. Antonio Brown mentally here. Could be right on both. Yeah. Who did I say? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Whose podcast this was on. Yes, it was Antonio Brown. Who will also make another appearance on the show later today as well, Tyreek Hill, for non-football reasons. There you go. So, I I hear Antonio Brown, and I want to feel bad in a way for Antonio Brown. Like, he has a way of, like, saying this. It almost feels, like, kindly. But there was, like, a a two-and-a-half-minute clip that I listened to where he went on and on and on. You realize, dude, you're so lost. You're absolutely so lost. So, basically, he's just trying to insinuate that the Bucs and Brady made him play through injuries he wasn't comfortable with. But at the same time, he's admitting, yeah, just give me two weeks. And It felt like Antonio Brown more just wanted the rest than he was actually hurt. It's your job to go out there and play football. You don't like the job, you don't have to have the job, and right now you don't have the job. And guess what? They might say they need you for 10 to 12 targets. If a game unfolds, they're not going to force it into you if that's not the way the game plan developed. And oh, by the way, the Bucks rallied and won that game late without Antonio Brown. And even above anything else, even if he felt Brady and the Bucks wronged him, even if he felt like he was guaranteed something he wasn't getting, the 10 to 12 thought, whatever it is. The way you handle it is to rip off your jersey and shoulder pads and do jumping jacks at the crowd and run off the field. I don't care how bad somebody wronged you on a football field. We have never seen that before. We probably <laughs> will never see it again. There's no siding with Antonio Brown here. And frankly, guys like Tyree Hill and company, let's stop giving Antonio Brown a platform anymore. He's totally unstable. I need to point out before we go any further that the three guys on this podcast, I don't know if you saw the video, if you watched the video of the clip or just listened to it, but they're sitting in the most ornate, fancy, expensive, like, dining room chairs I've ever they seen. Like thrones. They look like, yeah, or they like they're at the nice of the round table. Like they've got there's gold and jewels and red velvet they're sitting on. It's and they're just in like in the middle of like a like a room. I'm assuming in Tyreek's house. It's amazing. It's an amazing visual. But you're right. We need to stop listening to this guy because nothing really matters. Right. Unless you're me and maybe DA and you're looking for any petty Tom Brady ammo that again, Brady's not really the best judge of character, right. that he let this guy live on his property and did whatever. And now Antonio's trying to, I mean, we've gone from oddly timed Giselle photos around all the divorce stories. And now this podcast episode is full of shots at Brady yeah. and Alex Guerrero and Brady, but nothing super damaging, but it's just more for gossip columns. And it, it, clears nobody it fixes nothing it proves nothing because apparently according to pro football talk you know Antonio can point to Brady and whoever for kind of forcing him to play but playing also kept him in line for significant bonuses that year Ah. so there was like there were money reasons to suit up as well down the stretch for the Buccaneers so there's just I don't frankly like you said I just I don't care what he thinks or believes or says and it'd be super nice if people stop asking him what he thought it's about so certain stupid. things now at the same time I guess we thank Tyree killing Antonio Brown because I don't know what else we were leading with today at 855-212-4227 the number again is 855-212-4CBS I do have to ask everybody an important question yeah do you know how much a pirate charges to pierce your ear 
Is the tuba ready? Is Morty awake? Do you actually know the answer? I mean, I, I don't know the, the specific answer, but I think I know the overall construction of the answer. Do you know the answer, Pete? No. <laughs> Seriously? No. Carlos, do you know the answer? Unfortunately, I do. Carlos, without further ado, it's a buccaneer. Oh. It's not funny. Wow, Carl, director's Carl, cut of the tuba. Carlos got the longest tuba we've ever heard. So I I sit corrected on two fronts. I now have heard that before. Buccaneer, I've heard that. Yeah. I thought we were going to go with some kind of version of R, like because it was a pirate. So I was way off on that. I apologize. No, still a terrible joke. But what do no. you think a buccaneer is? It's a pirate. I was asking bogus. Yeah, no, no, I get it now. Is a buccaneer? And I'm not talking about, like, the new age, really scary pirates. I'm talking about, like, the fun ones in Disney movies. Yeah, the more historically correct ones. Is a buccaneer and a pirate literally... (laughs) Is a buccaneer and a pirate literally the same thing? Or is a buccaneer, like, a lieutenant of pirates? Uh, I'm serious. Yeah. I actually think the buccaneers are the underlings. They're, like, the enlisted of the pirate crew. So, like, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, like the the savage ones. Like the army. Yeah, like the ones that'll do all the dirty work. Yeah, like, go swab the deck. Yeah. You got it, folks? Well, I mean, I got the Google machine up here. Okay. Buccaneers, um, a pirate, originally off the Spanish-American coasts, also defined as a daring, adventurous, and sometimes reckless person. Mm-hmm. So nothing to do with rank. Completely off. Oh, so, and then I guess the— But aren't all pirates reckless? No, well, Or the yeah. buccaneers don't drive the ship? No, but there is apparently a difference between the two of them. Buccaneers are usually distinguished from privateers because they rarely had valid commissions, Meanwhile, meaning, like, they never actually had real work. They're also distinguished from pirates who attacked ships of all nations. Okay. All right, so buccaneers were a very specific attacking group. So pirates sometimes did honest work. Buccaneers never did. If I'm reading this correctly. Which is why we root more Pittsburgh Pirates than we do Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's correct. That is correct. That is correct. By the way, we're going to talk about this at the bottom of the hour. It should be noted. The second largest run differential in a men's college World Series game. The largest since 1957. How about the Gators chomping it out in an all-SEC college baseball World Series final? And it should say something about that sport that it still can't register as a major lead when nothing is going on. Well, you said this as a joke the other day, and now I'm saying the same thing in reality. How is this damn thing still going on? Like it, it's forever. It's always gone past Memorial Day. It's always gone into June. But now we're almost we're sniffing July. And now this is the max. Tonight's the third and final game, and it's done of the championship round. But this thing will not end. I, I agree. It goes on and on and on. By the way, if you're one of these kids. You know, you got to report back for college at some point in August. Can you get a little break? I mean, well, they also haven't been in school. They haven't been in class for a month, at least. Still, is that how you want to spend your time away from class in Omaha, Nebraska? Probably not. And by the way, that's a long afternoon. We've all been there. And I know you, you had your kids' baseball games and stuff like that. Oh, we had a doozy yesterday. One of the best things I've ever seen. Best games? Yeah. <sighs> Elimination game, do or die. And? We were losing. Then we were winning. Then we were losing again. Bottom of the sixth inning, last time up. Two runs scored, we win, they win, our kids won, staying alive, advancing to another do-or-die game on Thursday. Was there a dog pile up for the walk-off? Uh, well, it was their, their nine. It was their first walk-off, so they didn't know how to handle it at first, so they weren't sure the game was all the way over. 
So they didn't celebrate right away. Then they didn't know the game was over. Well, so like everyone he kept playing. So it was again. They're down. Two, they're down one when the inning starts. Uh huh. Jake gets on, walks, steals second. Jake being Bogus's kid yes. for anybody listening for the first time, the kid in Tuscaloosa. Kid, the, the kid in Tuscaloosa, in Tuscaloosa, no. He scores the tying run. Wow. The kid who drove him in scores the winning run on a line drive of the second baseman, who, and we were in right field. I don't know how this kid didn't catch it. It must have gone through his glove. I saw his glove go up. I saw the ball disappear in his glove, and the next thing the ball was behind him. So the kid scored to win the game. But then the kid who hit the ball kept running. The team that was in the field tried to make a play on him at second base. Like the game just kept going, even though the game was over the second that that winning run scored. Then our kids celebrated. Then they dumped a water cooler on the kid that got the hit. So they had their fun. <laughs> it was cool. It was very cool. The old water cooler dump, huh? Yeah. The and old big, water cooler big, dump. Big uh, water jug over the top of little yes. Stevie's head. Yes. It should be noted, Pete, what you were asking me in my ear, I still do not have in my... Gmail account. Oh, okay. There you go. And for those of you scoring at home, uh, Sean's excuse for not doing work today is he doesn't have work email. I, so let me just explain this. <laughs> if this might sound like a very clunky open, but if I may, I went and purchased a new phone on Friday. Okay, my phone was cracked. It, it's more than three mm. years old. Sounds like fan money, Pete. Uh, I had to get a new phone. <laughs> no, it's, it's financed for my plan. But I had to get a new phone. So I knew it was going to be coming over the next month where, like, I could have bought myself a little more time, but it was a really rainy, crappy day here on Friday. And I don't know if you guys have been through this with the phones, but getting a new phone takes way longer than it should with technology. You should be able to buy the new phone, hand the other phone over, and they should be able to transfer, in my opinion, the apps and all that stuff within minutes. I don't know why it always is at least an hour and a half process. So I said, it's rainy, it's crappy, today's the day to do it. One problem, though, since the last time I got a new phone, our work email, and it's like a one-touch situation. We have to, like, touch a button to activate it, like, every time you sign in. Yeah, it's got a little uh, double-layer security. Yeah. Okay. You put your password, and it gives you a little pulse to your cell phone, or whatever. you got to tap that to say, yeah, that's me. Let me in. And I'm all for security. Right. But I was under the assumption that that security app transfers over like every other app. It does not. So, therefore, to access my work email, I need to send my phone now to an IT person. But to get to the IT person, they want you to submit a ticket or company does on the website whenever you have an IT issue. The problem is you can't access that website to submit said ticket mm. without logging in, in which is my problem. Right. So, upon calling somebody, that was the runaround I got. You're not understanding, sir. You need to submit a ticket. And I said, you're not understanding. I can't submit a ticket because that's my problem. Yeah. So I am left currently four days without work email. So that's why I was stalling just now to buy time because Pete needed to send something to my Gmail. And I just remembered why, because I got a, a new phone within the last year, and I don't remember calling IT because I didn't do what you were supposed to do ahead of time, yeah. which is your problem. And I think I realized now why I was okay. I traded my phone in as well, but I didn't have to give it in right away. So I had my old right. phone still. To receive the little security thing. Yeah, I had to trade to let mine me in. log into the new one. So that's why I avoided this hellhole that you're in currently. Yeah, I had to trade mine in. And I, and I, look, I thought I had everything. I copied over the info and the guy assured me every app is going to copy over. Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. And it's remarkable that you're definitely not the first person to be in this situation. Right. And our IT guys don't know how to handle yeah. that. And, and we also have an email server where I can't just log in on my laptop or whatever because 
it will still send code to said phone. Right. I can't access it without pressing the, the code on my phone. Nonsense. Nonsense, I say. Come on, people. So if DA's tried to get in touch with me in the last four days and you're listening to DA, no, I haven't seen a word. And there you go. All right. Now, when we come back, we got things cooking, baby. The show is off and running. We want your tweets at Sean Moresh and at Andrew Bogish. We're going to have a fun afternoon here planned on the DA show. An afternoon, of course, if you're listening in London, where baseball was played this weekend, folks. Lots of baseball was played. All right, but when we come back, can you trust insiders that have betting partner affiliations? What does that mean? We'll tell you. It's a tease. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Being able to individualize comfort on each side of the Sleep Number Smart Bed for more restful sleep is invaluable for couples. Sleep Number Smart Beds individualize your sleep experience, making high-quality sleep effortless every night with adjustable firmness on each side so you can choose and change your ideal comfort and support. And Sleep Number Smart Beds automatically respond to your movements throughout the night to help keep you sleeping effortlessly comfortable. If trouble falling asleep, guess what? A warm, comforting shower before bedtime releases heat to help your body get ready for sleep. With a FlexFit 3 Smart Adjustable Base, the Sleep Number Smart Bed could also gently warm your feet and toesies when you first go to bed to help send your you to sleep faster. Sleep too hot or too cold? Miko rocked it in from the slot. Experts recommend keeping your bedroom temp 65 to 68 degrees for comfortable sleep. Sleep Number also has temperature adjusting beds and bedding to help you sleep both just right. DA will tell you his sleep number when he returns tomorrow and his partner's sleep number, their next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed that can perform as well as you. The Sleep Number 360 Queen C2 Smart Bed is now only $899. Save $200. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash DA. See store for details. It's the DA Show, only on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS presents this program in color. 
An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right. Victor Wembanyama was, I guess he was asked if his mom was as tough as Coach Popovich. Was mom as tough as Coach Pop? No. <laughs> when when uh, did that begin? You know, I haven't, I haven't experienced uh, playing under Coach Pop yet, but uh, I know for sure my mom wasn't as hard as him because she's only, she was only my coach when I was probably like a five years old, so if she had been as tough as Coach Bob, I probably would have quit. Power forward center Victor Web- <laughs> Victor <laughs> Webinyama. <laughs> Here's why that question's crap, and not Uh-oh. the clip. He hasn't played a game for Coach Popovich yet. He didn't grow up here in America watching Spurs basketball. Now, he might have watched, you know, from the global standpoint, the Spurs had a ton of global stars. But you don't want. I don't. I think if you're watching Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, you're not watching based on how hard an ass a coach Greg Popov- Popovich is. So even if you're having fun with like trying to compare your mother coaching you, whatever, it's a crap question. He has no idea what he's getting into a pop yet. And I don't even know if he worked Good out. Right. I don't even know if he worked out for the Spurs pre-draft because he was going to be the pick. So I don't even know. He may have never been in an actual right. basketball scenario with Pop to know so if he's stupid. tough or not. Now, if Wembenyama, you're already starting to see he's a little, a little boring, a little boring. See, I, because um, you, because then you come out and go, nobody could be as tough as my mom. Like he, he gives you the answer of no, my mom is it, you know. All right, it's kind of a boring Wembenyama. So, also that that misspeak by Schwartz now has different context since that's post bad cab driver. Power forward center Victor. Web- yeah, he was Victor <laughs> Web- Webinyama. He might have still been winded from the three block walk to the Excellent front building <laughs> and therefore could not muster the strength to cor- correctly say Webinyama. Um, but I wanted to point out, I feel like I was ahead of the curve when I saw Victor throw the first pitch out of Yankee Stadium and I said, how he handled the situation yeah. so well, ready for the spotlight. And that's all anyone's been talking about since he's been here in the States, how good he's been in all these different scenarios that he fits like that part of the equation is no one's concern. I think I can be a draft expert now. I saw that. I felt it. Well, we and might everybody, need everybody one. else jumped on. Maybe we'll do a spot at 820 with you. We need a guest. Yeah, swing back to me. All right, we'll go back. All right, um, I, I think the second sound clip this morning is Freddie Freeman, his 2000th hit of an RBI double last night, Dodgers versus Astros. Two and one to Freeman. Fly ball, right center. Racing on back, Tucker, he can't get it. It rolls to the wall, arriving at second base, Freddie Freeman, career hit 2000. And all together fitting and proper, it is with a double. Two doubles today. He leads the league in two base hits with now 27 and a standing ovation for Freddie Freeman. Hit number 2,000. He tips his cap to the fans receiving a standing ovation. Freddie Freeman. Okay. Folks, I have to admit something. I have to admit something. I'm listening, sweetheart. First of all, the fact that Freddie Freeman's been in the league 13 years is amazing. Mm-hmm. It feels like he just came up. So that when I first saw yesterday he had his 2000 hit, I was like, wow, already? 
But 13 years a long time. So now you think he's slow to get there. No, no, no. I think it's just right, but it, it's amazing to me that he's been in baseball. I would have guessed seven years. Honestly. Right. 13 years. Here's the other thing I must admit. Look, I'm not up late watching Dodger baseball. I'm just not. I My brain has completely deteriorated in terms of what I what I absolutely could be a sports almanac about. I used to be able to rattle off every roster or whatever. I know I watched the Yankees play the Dodgers because I was watching when Aaron Judge ran into the... I watched that whole weekend. Right. And yet, I must admit, I sit here today hearing Charlie Steiner, and I say to myself, didn't Freddie Freeman go back to the Braves because he was unhappy with the Dodgers and something happened last year? (laughs) No. And now that I say that, I know I've watched plenty of Braves games where he's not been on the team, so I don't know why I would think that. No, the story that you're almost remembering. Did something like that happen? The story, no, it was it was Doug Gottlieb who said that how bad the Braves were at negotiating. And that, like, Casey yeah. closed his agent, turned something down, or didn't tell Freddie about the Braves' last offer. And that got him to the Dodgers. Right, I remember that. But there was nothing about going back but to the I Braves. But I thought Freddie Freeman, because then he went back, when he went back to Atlanta and played with the Dodgers. That was this year, and he cried. Oh, I thought that was last year. No, I think it was this year. I thought it was towards the end of last year, and there was, like, a whole thing about how even his Dodger teammates were like, bro, enough. No. How I, much he loved it. But he never, like, was, he never left the Dodgers. I might be having the craziest deja vu, and I could have sworn it led to him being traded back to the Braves. Maybe no. I'm the one having boil-like dreams. Yes. But I'm saying this, and I know it's not true. Like, I know he's not a Brave. Definitely not a Brave. What is going on? I need a vacation. I need a full week off. I haven't had one since Christmas. My brain is completely melted. I don't know what end is up. I don't sleep. My kids are a disaster. My dogs are a disaster. I, I'm, I'm You're a disaster. T- I'm, I'm a disaster. My kids, I'm tired dad's of a folding disaster. laundry. Tired of contract talks. I just I want to I want to go to bed. But while as as hectic as the last few weeks have been for you, long before you didn't know where Trey Turner was. You've had, or which is Trey Turner, I'm, who's Justin I've Turner. I've become bad at baseball player movement, yeah, admittedly, so, which, which is, I better get good at quick. Yeah, uh-huh. Forget all you know, all you about SEC football. Throw that out and replace yeah. that brain space with the NL East and the, and I don't the know, man, AL West. I was the guy. I was the guy you went to, and I could rattle off where everybody batted in every lineup. And now I'm just, well, I'm lost. I think we all are. And then my kid asked me questions. I'm like, I don't know, is that a real person? Because now he's in that, like, he knows the all 26 guys on rosters now. And then he asked me about them, and I'm like, or he plays video games, and he sees a name that pops up, and he's, like, talking about the guy. And I'm like, I, I, I think he's just good in the video game, not in real life, buddy. Like, I don't know who that is. So it just, we only have a certain amount of space in our brain. And as adults, there's more important things. Yes. I need to take it up. And this is what gets sacrificed. Right. Knowing who the backup second baseman of the A's is. Not to get sappy, but last night at 7 o'clock, I'm finally laying down. You know, I'm throwing on a show. I don't go to Astros Dodgers at that point. I go to whatever my daughter wanted to watch, which was some Cinderella movie. And she turned to me and said, Daddy, my favorite part of the weekend was you playing with me in the pool. I'm sorry. Like, that takes priority. Yeah. And I don't know where I'm sleeping. I must have slept and dreamt that Freddie Freeman got dealt back to the Braves. Now, did she say that? 
unprompted. Unprompted. She you didn't turned around. You're like, tell me right now. Folks. Power rank. It was such an unbelievable. You know, like the, you have the daughter, the father, daughter. Moment. She turns around. Daddy, my favorite part of the weekend was you playing with me in the pool. I don't know where. Let me tell you, I won't melt your heart. Random uh, week, weekend recaps. She does, Well, she's very big on what day is what now. So when we tell her it's Sunday night, we're winding down, back to uh, daycare tomorrow. This is this whole thing. She Like in her head, she thinks about what she's done. So. You're teaching her the cyclical nature of how a week right. works. But I yeah. say that, and it's not an excuse, but my, I just I don't carpompimentalize carp- what I use. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Now, is it possible, because she's your daughter, that she's a little sneaky, and she walked to the other room later on and told Danielle that the fair part of her weekend was, like, making cookies with mommy <laughs> yesterday morning. Do you think she's playing both sides here? Probably. Okay. Probably. And I want to clap it up for my wife. Went food shopping for the first time in three years without me yesterday. What an unbelievable job by her. You are such a backhanded compliment. And you're so good at them. No. Yes. I'm, I'm very proud of her. She went. You forgot dog food, but she went. Yeah. There That's there two. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure she hears that sound. She so. got home without ways. Yeah. This is a big girl. No, she did great. Got she even, call all by herself. She, no, she even meal prepped. She's practicing because I'm not going to be home in the afternoon to do all this stuff anymore. She's practicing. I all am right. sending her this clip. Great. Yeah. <laughs> she actually did tell me yesterday. She goes, Pete texted me. I said, and my Amir for what? <laughs> <laughs> she said just to say thank you because we had But it was like, uh, what, what happened? <laughs> what is he stewing you up for? All right, Chris Moore. Was on CBS Sports Radio doing Chris Moore things this weekend. Also, for the longtime Yankee fans, you had the greatest impression of the scooter. If you could do one of those, that no. would be amazing. And it's so great to hear you on the radio again because I always wonder where you went to. All right, thanks for checking <laughs> out, David, and I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I've been a lot of places since I was the <laughs> since I was the play-by-play voice of the of the Florida Panthers. But yeah, I still like to do the scooter. Holy cow, that Huckleberry White! I mean, Mercer Seaver. Fran Healy, Frank Messer, holy cow, that Huckleberry, Carlos Ortiz is producing the program. I mean, holy cow. Uh, no, it's great. Scooter was one of a kind. Oh, boy. You know, I we started the show talking about Antonio Brown's well-being. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, must, I must ask about Chris. Seriously. So I happen to love Chris Moore. And Who does it? I haven't talked to him enough lately. But Seems like a very nice girl. The, the <laughs> decade of DA, he launches the night show with Brian Jones, Mojo. It was a very funny show. Our buddy Adam Grassi produced it for a while. I notice it. Um, Chris Moore was great. And I've worked, he used to film back in the DA, you know, back before they finally allowed me or Bogus to do it. It used to be Moore. It used to be Jody Mack. And Moore would bust chops like no other. But, man, what you find out about Chris Moore real quick, those impersonations get old. and hurt. He's only got, like, three of them. It's, was that one ever good? It's Dangerfield. It's Rizzuto. <laughs> and the Rizzuto's not that good. You're no. right. His voice is too deep yeah. to be filled. Um, but it's so offensive for a call to call. I always wonder what happened to you as Chris Moore works less and less ships than ever. That to me was the funniest part of the clip. But his previous reference point was him being the Panthers radio voice. I think that was like early 2000s. Yeah. So this guy's lived two decades wondering where Chris Moore was. And he just <laughs> found him this well, weekend. Hold the internet on. was two years Chris, old. Time out. Time out. Chris brought up that being the reference point. I don't know what the, the caller might have just meant. I, you know, I've heard you in like three months. Yeah. The last time I heard you, you were calling an Ed Jovanovsky goal. Now here you are today. Let's celebrate with Phil Rizzuto.
And how many times, Carlos, you produced the show. How many times do we get this? Everybody in the club getting tips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank the good Lord I haven't heard that, that yet. I don't have that much. The last modern Chris song Chris has heard. <laughs> Chris will sometimes on social media just randomly post pictures of bears and talk to them. I mean, it's whew. I, some. I mean, you're right, though. Some of his tweets are pseudo cries for help. When he was, so, when he he just, was calling games, there was no trapezoid. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that just sounds right. I have a great Chris. Was anybody at the Adam Gracia wedding? Noodles is what he used to go by. He used to be a producer at CBS Sports Radio. Was anybody there besides me? Yeah, no. I was there. You were there. So I don't know if you remember this. Chris Moore is sitting at my table. You at my table also? It was in Manhattan, right? Yes. Yes. So I don't know. Maybe there was two tables worth of people. Maybe there's one. But we're sitting at the table, and Chris has had quite a few cocktails throughout the night. <laughs> As we all did, it's a wedding. You're, there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's an yeah. open bar. You put enough money in that envelope. And remember, for Chris, this is his former producer, so who knows how much you know he's sliding in that old envelope. But Chris has had quite a few drinks and can't stop talking, so we get the speech time. Do you remember this, Bogues? Not yet. Jog my memory. So you got the best man. You got the, the maid of honor. And then, of course, the father of the bride is going to say a few words. And Chris... One line in comments to the table after every single line in these speeches. Oh, no. We get to the father's speech. The father of the bride. Okay? And Chris is here. Now I'm getting a little, like, I'm laughing because it's funny, but at the same time, I'm getting uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. How I end up sitting directly next to Chris, mistake. Right? Big mistake. (laughs) The father of the bride, and Chris is just, he starts doing danger field, mocking the... Mocking the father of the bride. And the father of the bride, mid-speech, blurts out, enough already. Yes. Yes. I remember this now. Looks over at the table, enough for scolding eyes, shaking the microphone. And I'm sitting there stone frozen, (laughs) looking at everybody at the table. And I look over at Chris, and I just gently do a point. And I point over at Chris, (laughs) and I, like, mouth the words, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's the old guy. It's him. And I think because Chris is the older guy at the table, the father didn't exactly know who it was. I think he assumed it was us younger, immature How people. How would he not? Why would he not? And not the oldest guy at the table. Oh. And from that point forward, the dancing Chris was just like pushing people out of the way in the dance floor, running in circles. It became mortifyingly embarrassing. And that's oh. my Chris Moore wedding story. Oh, that's rough. I'm <laughs> Bogues, come on. The father of the bride tells us enough. Yeah. See, now I can't remember if I was sitting at your table or at the next table and feeling in a safe place that I was, was there was so, no one judging me. My heart sunk. Oh. It was so anxious. Oh. All the speeches, you don't talk during that. Oh, one. and I'm pretty sure he was, so, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he got inebriated enough that with an hour left of the wedding, he needed to lay down, they laid him down in the bridal suite. Oh, no. You can't do that. Oh, come on. Gotta have, you got to have way more feel than that. I could be wrong on that. We might have joked about that because it's been years and years and years. With a bunch of kids 20 years younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> you said we need a guest. I'll call him. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. But, yeah, either way. Chris, and for the record, I still think about it to this day because it made me laugh my ass off. But in real time, it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. That's, that's the worst speech to talk during. <laughs> it's, talk, the talk guy's giving away else. his girl, and it's, you know, daddy's mom, and there's Chris. Oh, that Huckleberry dad. You know, whatever <laughs> that, he's doing there. That guy paid for everything pretty much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that wedding was not cheap either. It was not cheap. New York City skyline pictures, wine just being thrown in. I think they had pizza being given away. Yes. Was there a, was and by the way, I was not so, it wasn't, you know, 
I stumbled onto that train ride home for sure. Was there ever a follow-up comment from the father? Did he ever come over? Nope. Did he ever Nothing. We that avoided him like the plague the rest of the night. Why would you avoid him? I would like at one point. he thought it was any. He didn't I know, but I would have slipped by him at one point and be like, nah, hey, man, it wasn't it was even worth guy. it. It wasn't even worth it. I stayed away. Stayed far, far away. All right, Pat, what do we got? We got headlines for sure. Whenever you're ready, no rush. All right, let's do them now. What happened? No, I was wanted to get my earpiece in. Oh. Uh, we started like, with Major League. Jeez. You're not Tucker Carlson. Let's go here. <laughs> <laughs> we started with Pete liked that one. Started... <laughs> Daddy likes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's employed. <laughs> That's the key to getting the job. Uh, we started with Major League Baseball last hour. Let's start in Omaha this hour. Don't they tell say... Kenny Brock we made that joke. Cool. <laughs> They say alligators are horny because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Well, if they did have them, they'd be cleaning out the tiger from their teeth yesterday. Caglione, high fly ball, deep to right field, at the track, looking up, it is gone! Caglione stands alone, 33 home runs on the season, the most ever by a player in the BB Corbat era. That's Kevin Kugler, Westwood One. It sounds so much softer when you say BB Core era, <laughs> right? Um, what is that supposed to mean? That's when they change the bats so that they're not, you know, uh, they're less killing, killing people, <laughs> yeah. you know, off the bat. The metal oh, bats. I didn't know they did that. Oh, but there's and there's so many. There's a USA bat. There's a U Triple S A oh, bat. Oh, this is a college BB baseball clip. Yes. Okay. Yes. I said we we're starting in Omaha. I didn't hear you. It's a good show, Sean. You should listen in. All right. <laughs> I mean, my God. Anyway, you, Jack Caglione's 33rd home run of the season was one of the dozen of highlights for number two Florida. Gators set a men's college World Series record with 24 runs. They demolished number five LSU 24 to four. Also tied a college World Series record with 23 hits. So we wow. have a winner take all championship game tonight at 7 I, Eastern. I, I will also tell you, did you know they did there in the SEC? They did not play each other at all during the regular season. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't either. Because you, you have a limited number of weekends to play, and there's, what, 13 teams in the right. SEC? Because LSU 14? looked at Florida on the schedule and said, bye, you. Oh, damn it. I can't. Has someone sent DA a clip of last week's shows? Because it went through all this work to rearrange a schedule to come back to that. Well, well, I mean, he'll, what's, he'll get to hear it first here tomorrow. Uh, what's going to happen? Is he going to fire him? Hi-yo. Fair. <laughs> so I'm leaving the show. <laughs> he could run me into the ground the next two weeks, I'll tell you that. Um, I'm, I'm scrambling for any NFL news here, so this is what I got for you this hour. Mercedes Lewis uh, is still waiting for a team to give him a call. Long-time veteran tight end. Thanks Open for reading a- the rundown. What do you, well, I didn't get sent the rundown. I don't have a work email. That's not my fault that I'm not included on the rundown. <laughs> okay. He's hoping to play an 18th season in the NFL. Still a free agent. Le- recently told the AP, quote, if you just look at my film from the last three years, there's no decline in what I'm able to do. I'm the best blocking tight end out there, end quote. Wow. Last year, Mercedes Lewis, six catches for 66 yards and two tutties for the Packers, but he did play at least 40. Enough with the tutties. You never heard the word tutties? No, we I, have. I, I hate the word tutties. It's, it's juvenile. I actually like this. This could Carlos, be. Carlos, Carlos, come on. Come, come, come it's to 2023 with me. It's a touchdown. It's not a tutty. It's a tutty. Tutty might as well be a swaddle. It's a diaper. Tutty's is obnoxiously immature. <laughs> oh, I love you. I really song. do. I hate the word. It's so annoying. No more tutties. 
that really that really got you, huh? <laughs> Hard knocks. I've been hearing it for like two years. It's not a toddy. It's not a damn toddy. It's a TD. Stop being lazy. It's two freaking letters. Hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt that because that has no. to be a drop or a rejoin or something. This is hard round notch. one. I apologize. Training camp with how to interview for Mraz's job, Carlos Fight. versus Boyle. Fight. It's just it's really lazy. I, I it, lazy. It's a cool way. He's also ten years younger than me, so, so it's cool for him. Are you just, can't do are it. you calling cool Boyle lazy? Touchdown. No, I I, I think the whole, everybody who uses it, it's just it's lazy. It's, it's, a a cool, t- it's Tuddy's not cute. It's so lazy cool versus cool. It's a cool way to say touchdown. Vocal comeback. Now we're going to talk about some. How do we think a Connor Green or a Billy Jock alone says it? <laughs> Billy doesn't say tutties. No. No. Hmm. Billy no. just turns the mic on and goes, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how do we think know. a Kevin Wall says it? Trying to go inside the interview room here. I think I think Wall is a TD ho, ho, guy. Ho. Carlos, didn't you trash ho, ho, people ho. that said yes. tutties? Okay. I got to be honest. I kind of agree with Carlos. I hate tutties. Really? Hey, this is Kevin Wall from CBS Sports. Yeah. What about you cut? talked about honey buns, like uh, like was it like a hundred yard games or uh, honeys or something like that? Yeah, Hundos? honey buns, honey buns. Right, and I believe it's a hundred yard game. I thought I we like agreed that. that Tutties was out, was not allowed on the show. I thought that day oh, we made a, we made a decision Did on Tutties. Did DA co-sign that? Pat, I, I thought so. Pat, but that's it's you okay better that study you up, man. Tutties, These are big interviews tuds. coming up, pal. You're getting jacks. You're getting punchies for strikeouts. You're getting all of it. So I don't mind punchies. But you mind Tutties. Ooh, that's I would. Tutties is childish. I wouldn't mind one of my face here. right now. <laughs> Make a poll. Do you like the word Tutties? Or no, do you we have... got a poll there. Sorry. Uh, tut- that ship has sailed. He scored a touchdown. He uh, put the ball past the goal line. This is a time where I really wish I was hit by a tractor trailer. Same. <laughs> All right. Anyway, last night, Freddie Freeman indeed got his 2,000th hit. He also hit home run number 300 earlier this year. So he's now one of just 98 players in the history of Major League Baseball to do so. Dodgers. To do so. Dodgers sparked a three-run oh. comeback in the eighth inning, but the Strohs got the better of them in extras. 6-5 the final and 11. Uh, three one-run games this weekend in the 2017 World Series rematch. Wow. Houston avoids the sweep mm. with the win. Alex Bregman's RBI single in the 11th was fart? the difference. No, I went, hmm. Oh. Uh, I, I, I want you guys I to hear. In How about room? that? I want you guys, I know you played his hit in soundcheck, and I played it in the first hour. I want you to hear him after the game. Freddie Freeman goes, eh, yeah, 2,000, not really that cool. I wasn't really thinking about it because... You know, I'm hoping to get more than 2,000 in my career, so it's not really something I was really thinking about. So, is that so? If this was 3,000, I would tell you yes. So, uh, hopefully, we get we're doing this again in six, seven years. I got bad news for Freddie Freeman. He ain't getting 3,000. Yeah, I was shocked to find out he was in the league 13 years. Were you shocked to find out he wasn't a Brave? No, I, I, <laughs> no. I follow the sport. No, because he pays attention. I follow the sport. <laughs> But he's got – so let's say he doubles his numbers for what he's done this year. He's, he's coming up on 100 hits on the season. He gets to 2,100 by the end of the year. Yeah. He's, got, he's got to get 900 hits in the next yeah. five, six, seven years. That's not happening. Unless he's at the boil girl pace. <laughs> That'll have 4,000 hits. Right, there we go. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hi. All right, is I, that I do, it? I do, well, no. Well, I mean, do you want me to finish? All well, right. it's time to t- take a break. Jeez. All right, well, we've got plenty more baseball to talk about, um, so I guess we'll get to that next hour. Okay. All right, well, thanks, Pat. And golf, <laughs> and I had some basketball stuff. All right. But we yeah. get caught up because Carlos freaking out because I called it a tutty. Well, honestly, it was the most entertaining part Let's of the show, learn. so I thank you both. <laughs> I, I'm going to love the, If these guys are going to fight each other now on the show, I, I, I think it. I'm going to love I'm it. In. <laughs> By the way, here's your next segment. You ready, Pat? 
Anything else for you, Uncle Lewis? Will Mercedes find another home? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know what? Screw you. I mean, enough with this Connor Green. I mean, come on, the guy's ego. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Tweets coming in at Sean Morash, at Andrew Bogish. Timbo Slice tweets in, I hope Jack Stern gets a fair shot at Sean Morash's chair on the DA show. So that's one vote for Jack. Two. Carla with a K tweets in, I just realized this was the last Bob's Bar show and I missed it. I'm so sad. When you come to Boise, Sean won't be along. Oh, man. We don't know for sure. DA is uh, vouched that there will be a Bob's Bar show, so me and DA still have to just see each other since this announcement to kind of go over the details on how that would work and how that would look. But I wouldn't say it's the I mean, look, we just had all these people fly in and go, to, that's going to be the last time there's a DA show get-together. We can't make that happen. My dad's still living sky high here, which, by the way, he hung up the new sign and has been having a cooler bring him drinks at every turn. Good for him. It's amazing. I actually haven't been to Bob's Bar since the Bob's Bar show. No, oh, I have. Have you? No. Yeah, I need a good cleansing. Uh, Curtis tweets in, who had a better meltdown, Carlos with a K over Tuddy's on, or Greg Caserta on his epic Captain Jack rant? Interesting. I think Carlos just went longer. I think I'd go Carlos with a K. Well, Carlos's really came out of nowhere. We were already in on Jack when Caserta joined and freaked out. So I think Carlos gets the nod because it was so organic and so out of nowhere. True. That's he, just, he just ran right into the right and just chastise Boyle. Good for him. Dixie Landan tweets, and saying Tuddy is as bad as someone calling their husband hubby or their wife wifey. Ooh. Huge pet peeve that drives me bonkers. You're a grown-ass person. Use those <sighs> words. I, wifey does become a little cringe. Yeah. But I'm in my wife's phone as hubby, so I I think Dixie Landan's wrong. Hubby gets a pass. She doesn't call me hubby, but that's how I'm listening you know, to her phone. I've definitely had times where I've been out with friends. And not often, because now with two kids, they come out often. And it might be like a girl I knew from around town, a girl I went to school with, and, you know, you run it, you know, like the locals would. And I've had this said to me, where's wifey tonight? And it always struck me as an odd thing to ask somebody, like, A, mind your freaking business where she is, but B, is that hitting on you when you call him wifey? Another woman calls him your wifey? No, I think the key is whether they are trying to be cute or not. Like, if yeah. you really, like, if that was an actual question, yeah, that's weird. But if just, like, wait, there's wifey, like, that's, like, lighthearted, that's yeah. a little better. Interesting. It always is weird. 
Because if I've ever Where's said wifey, to? yeah, if I've ever said wifey, it's usually in a sarcastic way, like, oh, let me check with wifey if somebody's asking, like, to make plans yeah. or something like that. So I don't think I have a problem with anybody calling anybody hubby or what. I just don't do it. Hubby? What does that mean? I guess I'd rather it's hubby for husbands than tubby. I've been called tubby plenty of times. Uh, moist pork tweets, and you can follow them at moist underscore pork. Not worse than couples in their 50s calling each other mom and dad even when their kids aren't with them. I, I've never heard that. So that? I would look at my wife and be like, mom, come over here. Yeah, no. No. People do that? I guess. That's terrible. Maybe where moist pork and the porkettes are? Shlomo with an Expos hat? Maybe. By the way, what do we think of this guy who keeps coming up on TV who smoked a gator outside the College Baseball World Series? And, like, it's head-on, full gator, just skinned from the neck down. Should be arrested. Look, this is not popular in the Northeast. This may come as a surprise to some of you listening in some of our states down south. We don't eat gator up here. Mm. Uh, I tried it when I was in Florida. Not for me. My wife had it in New Orleans and loved it. Really? Yeah. Maybe I it's different ways it was cooked. I don't I don't need any of that. I don't need to open up a grill and see an alligator in there like that. Yeah, like I'm good. Yeah. Uh, uh, the chicken has been perfect to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to stray from the chicken to have an alligator. Especially since everybody compares everything to chicken anyway. Oh, it tastes like chicken. You know what tastes like chicken? Chicken tastes like chicken. I'm good. And tutties. That's the kind of insight you're going to be getting beginning in August here on CBS Sports <laughs> Radio. <laughs> Uh, look, alligators <laughs> kill chubs. That, that's another thing, that's too. That's true. <laughs> Pete's got a, a long memory. There's no forgiveness. <laughs> that's the second Happy Gilmore Ridiculous. reference in uh, two days. Uh, Boyle, would you eat a gator? Yes. Have you eaten a gator? No. I would try it. I would try most things in this world. You would bite it as it's still thrashing in the water. Uh, I don't know if that's possible. Can I? Can our teeth break the skin of an alligator? No. And as jacked as you are, you couldn't wrestle an alligator into submission, mm. I don't think. Don't look ahead to the last hour of Hold the show. On. <laughs> or part of the interview process. Yes. Can you wrestle a gator? <laughs> That's I the third try. question. Well, people have wrestled animals before. Yeah, alligators the is scar- an animal that can kill you, though. But what's the scariest animal you think you could out-wrestle if you had to life on the line? Life on the I mean, I'm going to give everything I got against a bear. You think you could beat a bear? I've, how many? What over what an weapon, alligator? Over a shark? I, what weapons am I being employed with? None. No weapons at all. Just bare hands. Your hands. I could do a shark. Punch to the eye. I think in the thing, nose. That thing's going away. Uh, look, it's long, if I don't get critically bit in the first five seconds of that fight, it's over because I'm swinging right at its face, and that's going to send the shark oh. away. Yeah, I think anything north of a fox, and you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, not you specifically. <laughs> Once you get past I'd that, I'd even be scared of a fox. To I think be honest, anything north of a goldfish, I'm in trouble. You've got a chance with a fox, <laughs> but in any kind I, of like adult bear, you're not. Winning I think. That. I think anything on land, you got to feel good about. Your, the sea, you're all, It's a total road game. It's like the Saints trying to play any playoff game on the road in the breeze era. It's the you got road no game. shot shark gator. Yeah. That's their home. Yeah, but bear. I, I agree. Not. I'm not. I'm going to be 14 point dog, but I got a shot. <laughs> anything on land? So Wait, against a bear, you said? Yeah. Yeah, because it also depends. Like, there was that video that came out a couple of weeks ago that the dude who, uh, what was it, the grizzly bear all of a sudden charges at him yeah. while he's on a mountain, and he basically, like, kicks it off the... the but you the might have a bear submit like you did to Lottie in Yellow Jackets. What? It's not unfunny. I just, I, I'm not I don't get on Yellow Jackets yet. Oh, okay. Cat, watch Yellow Jackets. Land, we're all dogs. Except maybe versus a dog. Even some dogs. There's some dogs that could like German sea, Shepherd it's could rip a lot of people to shreds. Yeah, a sea it's on un- the sea it's unwinnable. 
Unwinnable. I, I, I disagree. If you're out in the open ocean where you can't put your feet down, you're not winning. Like, you might get lucky yeah. to survive, but you're not winning that. Right. You need a clean shot on that shark's nose in order for no, you to get a chance. The shark, it just showed Shark Fest commercial. Yeah, how things. ironic is that? The shark needs to shank a field goal. Like, I, that's your shot to yes. win. And I also think when they tell you, like, to hit the shark in the eye, that's just them giving you the the slightest glimmer of hope that you can survive a great white chomping into your midsection. Yeah, but well, they've got very sensitive nose, right. noses. Do you guys get excited around here northeast, or even if you've been on vacation, or scared when you hear, everybody out of the water! There's, like, a shark sighting. Like, are you, like, in on, like, yes, I'm here to see a yes, shark? I get excited. Or are you, like, are you kidding me? Now I can't go in the water the rest of the day. Well, I've never been in, I've never been called out of the water for a shark. I have. So, but I want to see a fin. Like, I, when I sit on the beach, I am constantly scanning, not even at it for, like, safety. <laughs> I just want to see it. And now, he, around here... Because yeah. the water is apparently cleaner and warmer. We've got whales breaching. And stuff yeah. like, like I, I want to say, I love sea life. I'm I looking, see I'm that looking at other rare... things pop, uh, popping out. I know. Bugs. Not, not I, never, I know you pig. I never. I, you <laughs> pig. I never see. I've been called out because somebody has spotted, like from a helicopter or something. Right. But I've never actually seen it. Even like it'll always be like I'll park my beach chair down at like 10:30 a.m. Right. And I know some of you maybe in the middle of the country can't relate because you know you're near lakes. Maybe you see grouper or whatever. Okay. I will park my beach chair down. It'll always be like the person next to me. This happened to me a couple times. You just missed the dolphins come by about 30 minutes. I'm like, are you, I miss dolphins flipping through the water? Yeah, that's all I've seen is dolphins. And that, it's seagulls eating spicy chili Dorito pigs. Yeah. Oh, and then my first experience on the Gulf Coast of Florida, when the police boat or the, you know, the whatever it is, comes slowly by and they're guiding a manatee through yeah. like, the water. Like I've seen, but I never, nothing bigger than that. I need to see a live whale somewhere. All right. Well, <laughs> The A show wanna, this week. Yeah, I even want to go, like, when they say, like, a whale washed up on, like, I want to go and just see what it see looks it, like yeah. laying on the sand like that. I agree. As sad as it is, I right. agree. But, no, you got no shot, boy. You ain't beating a shark. No shot. Uh, again, boy. I'm not talking about, like, dismantling a shark and, and then eating its blood. I'm just saying, like, if I had to survive, I think I'd have at least a puncher's, no pun intended, chance against a shark. If I you, catch it cleanly in the nose, it's going to swim away. You know where you got no shot lion or tiger on the land? You got a shot with no, you'd, I, you'd be dead in seconds. It's going to shock you we're allowed that close to the lions and the safaris and the zoos. Uh, yeah, it's at your own risk. Yeah. I don't think, I, I think most people don't realize how enormous lions and tigers yeah. are and, like, unless you see one in well, person. Because we're used to them being subpar sports franchises. Or just seeing them on TV. Yeah. All right. June radio for you, folks. Have at it. Told you we'd get through, Carlos. Lions, uh, tigers, bears. Oh, my. It's not funny. Now, everyone be quiet and let Boyle do his update because he got a little upset last time we had to cut it short. All right. My mic's off. Just talk. You ready? You ready? Are you ready? I just told you my mic's off. Talk. Right. A cool 2K for Freddie Freeman last night. Two and one to Freeman. Fly ball. Right center. Racing on back, Tucker, he can't get it. It rolls to the wall, arriving at second base. Freddie Freeman, career hit 2,000. And all together fitting and proper, it is with a double. Charlie Steiner, Dodgers Radio, Freddie Freeman now sixth. Um, well, he was, he still is. What is that? Soundtrack, go ahead. Okay, thanks, Pete. Uh, Freeman, sixth amongst active players now with 2,000 hits. I feel like I should be doing an elevator voice. That hit also brought in Mookie Betts, made it a 4-2 game in the eighth inning. Will Smith then hit a two-run tater to tie it at four. 
Houston would prevail in extras, 6-5 the final in 11 innings. Uh, they avoid the sweep with the win. Astros are now five and a half games back of the Rangers in the AL West because the Yankees used a three-run eighth inning to come from behind and take the rubber game from the Rangers in the Bronx yesterday. Their offense next to lifeless since Aaron Judge went down with his big toe injury three and a half weeks ago, which, by the way, he revealed over the weekend that he has a torn ligament. Uh, so, Shawnee, I don't know if uh, Aaron Judge is even going to be coming back this year. Yeah, probably not. But, yeah, Yankees had three runs in the first two games over the weekend. Then they got three runs in that eighth inning yesterday. They beat the Rangers 5-3. Uh, the Mets. By, by the way, DA just texted me, when's your last show with us? Does this guy pay attention at all? <laughs> I told you, that was in his <laughs> email last night. It's a good night. show, DA. You should listen. Oh. The Mets, just like the Padres, continue to be a rich team of losers. Two and two to Turner. Now the pitch. Breaking ball inside. He hit him. He hit him on three and two, and that brings the go-ahead run home. Unbelievable implosion by the Mets bullpen. That is right. That's how he rose. Mets radio. Mets bullpen melts down again. Fifth time this year they've blown a lead of three or more runs. Phillies come back for an undeserved 7-6 win in the rubber game at Citizens uh, Bank Park. Preseason, Pete was playing around with a little fan duel, betting the Mets to win the World Series. Pete, how you feeling? Any cash out offers? That's why That's why you only bet like two cents. <laughs> 75 yeah. cents. Yep. I think that's over. <laughs> Here's the eight, bottom of the eighth inning for the Phillies, by the way. Four runs on one hit, one costly error on what could have been a double play, three walks, and back-to-back hit batters to tie the game and then give Philly the lead. It's easy to say, but I think it's true. Only the Mets. I mean, only the, they haven't won a road series since, like, early May. They're terrible in general, and they give up four runs on one hit in the eighth inning because guys named Brigham and Walker and Bueller. Vito Natoli, hey, yeah. what's that guy's name? Nick Natoli, we're pitching. Hey, Nick Natoli, I'm at Canoli over here. Yeah, that's a good one. Mets are now seven games under 500. They've lost 15. Is that it? They've lost 15 of their last 20. But yeah, only seven games under 500. Uh, elsewhere true. yesterday, doesn't matter how hard you get hit or bit by a shark. What matters if you get up off the mat. Rockies got off the mat after they got annihilated 25 to 1 on Saturday. They win the rubber game, beating the Angels 4-3 in Denver. Shohei Otani went two for four. No home oh. run, though. Oh, in Denver. Angels slink back to just five games above 500, so maybe they'll trade them now. No. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to die on that hill. They added the moose. Not Malusas, the Moustakas. We're going to talk about that a little later on. Yes. Over to basketball, the Timberwolves and center Nas Reed have agreed on a new three-year $42 million contract, which includes a player option. WNBA, the sons of Alyssa Thomas. She's the new triple-double queen in WNBA history. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists. The Sun beat the sky. Wow. That'll elicit some reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text you that Friday is your last show. Sun beat the sky 96-72. Meanwhile, Liberty beat the Mystics 89-88. No T and the Sparks beat the Wings 93-83. Finally, golf. Keegan Bradley was shaky down the stretch. And still, the 37-year-old broke the tournament record at the Travelers Championship yesterday for his sixth PGA Tour victory. He finished 23 under, 23 under, beating Brian Harmon and Zach Blair by three strokes each. And at the LPGA Championship, Runing Yin became the second woman from China to win a major championship, hitting a 10-foot birdie putt on the final hole to beat Yuka Sasso by one stroke. And now, Pete, cut the music. <laughs> It 
doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. So what do we want to go with here? Because I got sent a submission. I think it was Reed Fatty Crackers Phillips. <laughs> the horny, go okay. horny ghost, but that was one you guys already did. So I was scrambling. We did? And I've got either the world's ugliest dog or a man who robs a woman and then asks her out. The robs a woman. Yeah, that's the one Bogus sent me. So, uh, I mean, I'm literally reading the article here for the first time as we're doing this. But That's good. You basically, you had Hope a man in, in India... Uh, Indiana, excuse me. <laughs> Very Close enough, Sean. Very opposite places. <laughs> each other. I didn't see that uh, that end. Um, Nothing bus bear can't fix. So yeah, a man a man robbed a woman getting her mail at her mailbox at gunpoint. Jeez. Oh, yep. And uh, the man identified as Damian Boyce. Basically, robbed this woman of a hundred dollars in cash, and then ended up asking her out on social media. What? So he robbed her when she's cute in retrospect? And let me look her up because I have her mail. Yeah, so she said, I thought if maybe I added him on Facebook, he would leave. And he did. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I mean, I'm trying, like I said. Wait a minute. He he robbed her with gunpoint and said, hold on here. And he said, oh, so here we go. So court documents state that Boyce pointed his gun at this woman and told her to add him on Facebook. Are you serious? So like he, he goes. So he wasn't I, looking at robbery. He just wanted her to. Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't gotten the uh, the plan here. We haven't gotten the manifesto from <laughs> we him. We haven't gotten to paragraph four yet. It was a halftime adjustment. <laughs> but he goes. She said, "I thought if I maybe added him on Facebook, he would leave, and he did. And then the court documents show after he left, he messaged her on Facebook and said, "You was too pretty to rob." Read one of the messages along with saying he would pay her back, and then he asked her to come chill. Wow. Okay. We apologized. Yeah. So just so I understand what we think happened here, he rolled up with the plan of robbing a woman he saw at a mailbox for whatever cash she had in her wallet ends up being 100 bucks. Correct. In the process of robbing her, pointing the gun, he's looking at her and go and is mesmerized by that. She's very pretty. So he, while pointing the gun, says, can you add me on Facebook? Demands. Demands. That, that she add him on she Facebook. She pulls out her phone, adds him on Facebook. He runs away with said money and then decides now he's going to message her. In yeah. which he's the biggest idiot in the world because she can easily press charges now because she knows exactly who he is. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. And apparently at first he said he took out, he, you know, robbed her, put the, pulled the gun out and said, let me into your house. And she, she, well, that's tried a to, she tried to de-escalate. Yeah, you can't date somebody like that. You can't. You can't. You can't go back out. Even if he apologizes, returns the money. I'll rob somebody else to, to take you guy. out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got at least a hundred bucks to take her to dinner. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. If I'm her, I'm out. Especially if she's hot enough to be saved from armed robbery. She has other options. True. I don't know. But here's the thing. He <laughs> did try. He did rob her. He also saved her from himself. Yes. Right. So to put aside his stupidity for a second, she apparently is pretty enough to be safer than other women because she was so pretty. He was like, I can't rob you. A normal looking woman would have been a full on victim in this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. And this again, guy's, you should be able. This guy's dangerous. Yeah. And you should be able to tack on 10 years for him being stupid and creepy. I agree.
there should be a surcharge for giving his name his name to his victim and then trying to ask her out. There should be a way where he can get more jail time than just like assault and battery and attempted robbery. Yeah. You could just I can't, I can't even call it a day. I can't even continue to try to, to like make a joke about how saved nah this guy's a total idiot. A lost cause. And uh probably should be you know I'm locked just a away. Lost cause. Locked up, throw away the key. Lock him up, throw away the key. Can I ask about the horny ghost? Because I was very interested in that. When did we do that? So it was, if I'm remembering correctly. You might have been out because I definitely was on the show that day. It was people who like had a Airbnb or some kind of like rental property in Texas. Uh -huh. And people kept moving out very quickly. And somebody said, finally told them that they thought the place was haunted. It turns out that like the building used to be a brothel. And they thought like the ghosts of the people that have been in the brothel were like haunting the current people by like making sex noises and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. Casper's a, all grown up. It was a good one. <laughs> okay. It was a good one. You think they got themselves a Casper mattress? <laughs> I, I gotta admit, you're, you're quick with the puns. It yeah. might be terrible. Here's quick doesn't mean good though. No, no, but here's the thing. That that I know, but tuba, he's quick with them at least. That tube is called the fact that I'm actually really funny with some of these. And we just play them anyway over no, all of them. It's not the tuba's fault. It's your fault because you've oversaturated the market with all of these. If you would just sit a day out and drop, because Pat's right. There is a quickness involved here and there is a skill involved, but you're beating us over the head with them. So we don't care whether they're good or not anymore. Okay. Just pick mm -hmm. your spots better. What are you going to do? All right. Pick. Yeah. That, that's Pick your spots pretty well better. said. Pick your spots better. That's like people get bored. Calm down. Now here's now I'm actually I'm gonna inflate you a little bit. No pun intended. People Why is that? Get, Why would that be a pun? People get bored if Shohei Otani's hitting a 430 foot home run every day, but when it, if it happens every five days that he happens to be starting and he throws seven shot at innings, it's mm -hmm. like oh my god, Shohei Otani seven shot at innings, 500 foot home run. He's the best player to ever play baseball. He's next Babe Ruth. Ah. But if he does it every night, it gets old. Kind of like your Canadian bacon's. No. The bacon was... That's not nice. Oof. The bacon was a rough spot. It was a rough... Because you started to do them every day. No, I didn't. Interesting. I'm very... I, had a, I had a rough outing. I think, honestly, <laughs> of this whole situation where I'm leaving this show, I can't wait for next spring to hear how much you guys miss me on Canadian bacon. Oh, and you will. And you will. We're not going to miss you on bacon. Oh, you will. Somebody be the first to tweet and go, I kind of miss a Mraz Bacon. i got to be honest with you. What, is, what is there to be missed about? The terrible singing? The puns that like don't rhyme or have any forget rhythm Forget about to him. Spelling. You do it very well. You do it the best. Carlos is good, and he just learned hockey. I, I, I wouldn't even say I learned it yet. Right. Because <laughs> Serta has only done five oinks. And whoever's the next to have the job and has it every day, exposed. Just like you were. Exposed. At least you could spell. <laughs> <laughs> Second question on the interview. Hopefully sing. Read and write. Yeah. <laughs> Are you literate? Yep. And who else is going to come you're, up? You're out. Who else is going to come up with a buffalo chicken dip recipe this this fall? Yeah, Everybody. Right. Yeah. Wait, wait, guys. I can put bacon on top of that. Right. With dipsy doodles. You're Whoa, that's three me. different recipes. You're going to miss me. All right, when we well, come back. Maybe some original recipes, too. When we come back, <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus picked his battle. He fought a shark. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail.
All right, Carlos really hates the word tutties. Last year, Mercedes Lewis, six catches for 66 yards and two tutties for the Packers, but he did play at least 40. Enough with the tutties. Never heard the word tutties? No, we I, have. I, I hate the word tutties. It's it's juvenile. I actually like this. This could Carlos, be Carlos. Carlos, come on. Come, come, come it's to 2023 with me. It's a touchdown. It's not a tutty. It's a tutty. T- tutty might as well be a swaddle. It's a diaper. Tutties is obnoxiously immature. Baby. Look I a, love you. I really do. I hate the word. It's so annoying. Take a sip of that. No more tutties. That really, that really got you, huh? Hard knocks. I've been hearing it for like two years. It's not a tutty. It's not a damn tutty. It's a TD. Stop being lazy. It's two freaking letters. Hard knocks. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt that because that has no. to be a drop or a rejoin or something. I think you're an idiot. This is hard knocks. Round one. I apologize. Training camp with how to interview for Mraz's job, Carlos Fight. versus Boyle. Finish him. It's really lazy. Everybody who uses it, it's just, it's lazy. It's, it's, a a cool, t- it's Tutty's not cute. It's so lazy cool versus cool. cool. It's a cool way to say touchdown. No. How do we think a Connor Green or a Billy Jock alone says it? <laughs> Billy doesn't say Tutty's. No? No. Billy no. just turns the mic on and goes, huh? It's the Billy Jack show. How That's do we think that. a Kevin Wall says it? That's right. I'm into cool. Trying to go inside the interview room here. Carlos, didn't you trash oh, oh, oh. people? That said, yes! Tutties. Okay. I got to be honest. I kind of agree with Carlos. I hate Tutties. Keep it a dump it, bro. I thought we I like agreed that. that Tutties was out, was not allowed on the show. I thought that day oh, we, made a, we made a decision Did on Tutties. Did DA co-sign that? Pat. I, I thought so. Pat, but that's, it's you okay better study up, man. These are big interviews tuds. coming up, pal. I notice it. You're getting jacks. You're getting punchies for strikeouts. You're getting all of it. So I don't mind punchies. Epic fail, you loser. Yeah. Is why you fail. Epic fail. Whoa. All right, your advanced analytics of the day. We asked you, is Pat Boyle overrated on looks? Because Pat Boyle said that him and Bogish were the best two-looking people on the show today. And we saw that Pat Boyle had some real meaty movies when we saw his shirt off two weeks ago now at Bob's Bar. So advanced <laughs> analytics tells us Pat is 5'11 and 220. Yeah. Oof. He's the youngest of three, and one of his siblings is a doctor. Yeah. He is single. <laughs> he just kicked just the door Just in case open. Bob and Nancy call it quits. Now, <laughs> yeah. we knew that he had a sibling somewhere in Europe playing on a clay court. Is that the doctor? I don't know. Uh, he's doing a fake gum chew now. He seems yeah. very angry. Uh, just in a protein bar, Are you going to turn I'm on sure. the mic before the last minute of the show ticks off, or what are we doing here? I don't want to hear about meaty movies. Dog! Maybe that's a new Twitter handle for you, at Meaty Movies. <laughs> Kaplan working? Yes, Kaplan is. is working. Uh-oh. Uh-oh! Oh! oh it's back Oh! Oh! How about that for Meaty Movies? Oh! Uh, uh, dramatic things! The Shamrock Tattoo! How can you be skinny and fat at the same time? <laughs> Look at this. Look at that. Actually, it is There's rock no hard. There's no give there. There is There's no, no give, give there. Right. Don't, don't give yourself a heart attack. <laughs> Easy. I'm Please. sick of it. Pete needs a cold shower. Relax. Put it on. Put it on. Wow. By the the FCC is going to fire for visuals now. Teeny tiny nipples. I got them silver dollar, f- dollar flapjack nipples. Well, it's because he's got muscle around it. Yeah. The muscles over, the pecs no, overwhelming the areola. Nips. I do have big nips. I'll just say the me... tiny. He's knocked down the Maggie, the Maggie Gray WFAN jersey's fallen. Pat, by the way, where was that at 8 a.m.? Jeez. <laughs> All right. Yeah, tell me about Freddie Freeman. Thank you to PDB. In the. Oh! <laughs> Thanks to Carlos with a K. Dog. Thanks to Pat and his meaty movies. Dog. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan. Dog. Bogues.
Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, Sean. All right. Thank you, Boyle. DA is back tomorrow. Be good to be good tomorrow. The mothership disconnect. Dog! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 